Should we try that again less awkward or should we make that the cold open? No, I think that should stay. Ah, <laughs> oh, screw this. I'm walking out. Welcome to Walked Out, the movie game show podcast. This is a movie game show. We play games based around movies and reviews until by the end of the season, we'll have a final victor. I'm your host, Stuart. I'm the guy who didn't kill his wife, but no one cares! Joining me, he may be Black Ops, but he's still ready to kick ass and go commando. It's Matt. Oh, from the movie Commando. And finally, she has a certain set of skills, but despite that, she still loses her family, not once, not <laughs> twice, but three goddamn times. It's Amy. That's just how irresponsible I am. With a certain set of skills and none of them are paying attention. None of them are about preserving the family. It's all about getting the family back. When the second movie was made, I remember Liam Neeson said, oh no, he can't lose his family a third time. That'd be irresponsible. <laughs> Boom! Taking three, coming soon. <laughs> Ah, uh, so, Amy and Matt, how have you guys been? I've been good. That is good. I g- that is most good. <laughs> I gave. <laughs> okay, so I'm glad you've had a good week because I gave you a fun theme in the form of action dads. In the spirit of Father's Day, I thought it'd be appropriate to have some fun with it. Action movies with parental figures. Something I think we can all hold dear to us. Uh, have you guys had uh, fun with the theme this week, do you think? Been challenging? Kind of. Kind of? I've had the time of my life. <laughs> I've had a nightmare. Oh man, I found it really hard to pick movies. <laughs> It was difficult actually searching for the movies on places like Amazon and Netflix. It's like, what do you type in? Action dads? Like, it it was, it wasn't the most accessible. Yeah, I kept trying to find like lists and stuff, and it was like, oh, top movie action dads or something like that. Yeah, lots of blogs. See, this is what happens when we don't pick an actor or a specific genre as our theme. We have to actually research the movies a little bit more. I can't just go, oh yeah, top 10 from IMDb, here we go. Splodge it all out. It takes, it takes a smidgen of effort. <laughs> well, I definitely noticed a pattern <laughs> with a lot of the action dad films that, that I watched. I think last week I mentioned about Dwayne The Rock Johnson and a lot of films he's in. Skyscraper came mm. to Amazon, I think, in the last week. So I was able to watch that and I ended up watching San Andreas... Uh, I ended up watching mm. Day After Tomorrow. A lot of disaster action films that have dads in it who have to mm. Mm. save the world from global warming to yeah. save their family. Well, there's always some sort of bigger threat and he's yeah. got to solve this threat in order to save his family. Mm. And that's definitely, that's my new hypothesis for action dads. Mm. The thing is, when you become a father, you get an implant in your head. That's what <laughs> people mistake this for a sixth sense. It's how they know to turn the thermostat down. That is true. Mm. There's all those dad saves you see on YouTube where dads are just in, like, inhuman yeah. reflexes. Where they oh, see yeah. their kid like falling off the back of a bike or something, and they're just straight in there. It's so impressive. So, action dads are a real life thing, and that's why we celebrate them. Okay, so before further ado, I think it's time to introduce our first game. Whose review? Are you ready? I, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> our first game, Whose Review, where Amy and Matt have picked action dad movies each. 
uh, they're going to read out three reviews, two of which are real online reviews, and one is their own. Our job, and I guess yours at home, is to guess the movie, and for a bonus point, can we guess which review is their review? So, say heads or tails. I'm I'm guessing heads. Wrong. Tails. <gasps> Matt goes first. Ooh. You're really bad at picking heads and tails. <laughs> Can't help but this is a conspiracy. <laughs> I didn't cheat, by the way. I had tails in my head. I'm like, okay, tails, tails, tails. <laughs> so, without further ado, Matt. This review is called A Sorely Misunderstood Masterpiece. And I have to skip the entire first sentence because it says the name like five times. And it's just me going, blank is blank, 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 blank. Right. <laughs> so skipping the first sentence. Right. I may be completely misinterpreting this movie, but as far as I can see, this is a tongue-in-cheek and refreshingly self-effacing piece of cinema. There is a gentle but respectful mocking of both the comic book and action movie genres, as well as an astute commentary on the gratuitous violence so prevalent in modern films. Or maybe I'm wrong and it's just an indulgent and fantile fantasy story with zero taste or subtlety. Blank would rank as one of the most original and well-executed comedies of recent years, featuring an excellent cast and some brilliant one-liners. Chloe Moretz is a showstopper, but Aaron Taylor-Johnson also gives great performances with a perfect blend of nerdiness, courage, and reticence. There have been very few films in recent years with this balance of excitement, ingenuity, and self-awareness. That's review number one. Who are those two actors? Aaron Taylor-Johnson and Chloe Moretz. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, I know which one it is then. And Chloe Moretz. I'm writing these down <laughs> as if it means something. Okay. So this is mostly about shit. I know, I know. Because I, I think I wanted to do this as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's really obvious, actually. <laughs> the dad in this film. Right. Nine out of ten review. I can't say the title because it's a pun on the name. A lot of the reviews mention the name. <laughs> All right. First off, don't take your kids to this movie. Now that that's out of the way, this movie is fucking amazing. Moret stole the show as, as an enormous mustache-wearing action hero and daughter combo. But the whole cast shines as alternate ridiculous and fun heroes and normals. Stylish and constantly on the edge of inappropriate, but still dark and realer than you expect. You might even cry. 9 out of 10. Okay, and it's a comic book movie, apparently, I think. Probably okay. Marvel. Don't say probably Marvel. You know it's Marvel. Probably Marvel. <laughs> Stuart, Stuart, just think about Marvel. You're really fucking with him, maybe. <laughs> it might be DC, actually. I really don't know. And yeah, stop that, Amy. I'm really stumped here. I don't... Oh, man. You're going to kick yourself. Oh. Amy, you failure of a human being. I hate you so much. <laughs> I probably am because I don't know any daddy-daughter combination. Oh! Isn't... Okay, I think I know what it is. Why did you tell him DC? I know. I think it's Marvel. Wait, no, it's not DC. <laughs> I don't think it's either. She's fucking with me. No, shut up! Okay. <laughs> I think I worked out who Chloe Moretz is, and I think there's one franchise there she's a superhero at all. Okay, Matt, hit me with number three. I think I'm right. Number three. One star out of ten. This review is called, You'll put your money to better use if you burn it. Ooh. I created an account just to give this movie the worst rating that I could possibly Whoa, give it. Oh, that's strong. <laughs> Here are the reasons that first came to mind as to why this movie is a glittering jewel of everything that's wrong with pop culture. One, this, this, this is a list. Needless, unentertaining, uncreative, and horrible graphic violence. Horribly graphic violence. Ooh. Two, pathetic attempts at sex jokes. Number three, needless except they all start with needless. Jesus. Needless, excessive, pathetic attempts at mm. being funny language, especially coming from a little girl. 
Uh, four, shallow, flimsy, and pathetically strung together plot. Five, next to zero character development. Oh my goodness, it is painful just to try and remember this film. I feel ashamed that Nicolas Cage would be in this movie. Yeah, okay. It's, okay, <laughs> I know what it is. I find the lack of any redeeming value in this movie staggering. I swear my grades have dropped just because the brain cells <laughs> <laughs> One out of ten. I mean, I feel like the humour is quite basic. I'll give it that. Uh, regarding the character event development, you just don't need it in some films. You just know who the character is. And that, I think, yeah. is almost better than trying to then change the character throughout the film. I've recently had a rant about this regarding TV shows, but I think it kind of goes the same with movies as well. I know what you mean, because there's character development as in the character changes, and there's character development as in you establish more about them over time. Oh, yeah, you learn more about them, yeah. yeah. So you both know what the movie yes. is? Yes, Amy, on three. One, three, two, three. one. <laughs> Kick-ass one. one. Damn it, guys. On three, and you started counting from three. <laughs> right, you guys are both correct, one point each. How I, I'm impressed that Stuart knew it was number one. I was torn between Kick-Ass 1 or Kick-Ass 2, but then Matt said Nicolas Cage. And so if Matt hadn't said Nicolas Cage, I might I would have gone a lot more time deliberating whether it's the first one or the second one. Oh, of course he isn't. Of course. The second one didn't even come into my mind. It's very forgettable, the second one. It is the movie Kick-Ass. <laughs> first time I watched Kick-Ass 1, I can understand where that first guy, is, that second guy, sorry, is coming from. I kind of didn't enjoy it. It is a bit much... <laughs> It wasn't a bit much. It's just I was thinking it, and I was just I'm watching it. I'm just like I'm not getting into this. And also, I, it's my big problem. First time I saw Kickass One, we were at Amy's house. I am freaking obsessed with that film. It's the greatest. Like I loved it from just day one. I absolutely loved it. Also, do you remember from college? I can't remember her name. There was a girl with curly hair who came over when we went to when we saw that movie at yours. So I remember she was sitting next to me and there was a scene where they put a guy in a microwave. Oh, that's number two, yeah. And she said, what would actually happen if you put someone in a microwave? And me being people occasionally assume I'm actually autistic, um, started explaining in detail what might happen if you <laughs> put someone in a microwave. And just not. And I was still watching the movie and just talking. So at one point I actually look over and she just goes, Matthew, please stop. <laughs> because <laughs> i was like well your eyes would probably boil uh you'd feel a lot of heat your brain would just quickly and she was just looking horrified and i was too busy watching the movie to notice thing is i don't blame you for giving a detailed answer i'd probably do the same thing because that's what boys do and girls do you know they watch ted bundy and they think about him amy does we love we love the shock factor and i think again that was the whole beauty of kick-ass is that you've got your the small again blonde blue-eyed beautiful little angel which supposedly has been turned into this assassin monster i do love the introduction to her as being like shot in the chest nicholas cage is a very bad dad very bad dad <laughs> you know talk about child endangerment Child endangerment. Andy screws her up so much. The amount of stuff that the her adoptive father has to do in the sequel to, to get her to just stop the superhero want to kill people stuff and just be a high school kid, which that's one of the things I really liked about the sequel. I, I imagine. I imagine that's what will 
be seeing from Black Widow, I think. Like I said, I think it's a very similar story to Black Widow in the... Um, when you're raised as a child and you've been given this, like, assassin persona, your mental health or whatever just goes absolutely down the drain. So I think we'll be seeing that a lot of Black Widow. Mm. If Black Widow ends up like Kick-Ass, I am so going to see Black Widow. <laughs> like, I'll break quarantine to see that movie. But on a Kick-Ass level, um, yeah, as an action dad, yeah, he kicks ass. That long take where he kills everyone to the sound of uh, 28 Days Later was... Uh, was great. I am interested though in which one of these is Matt's because I think Matt did really enjoy it. So it's either number eight or it's what's it? There was a ten out of ten. What are the headlines of the positive ones? So the headlines for the headlines were one out of ten. You'll put your money to better use if you burn it. Eight out of ten, a sorely misunderstood masterpiece, and nine out of ten, which the headline was kick ass, but spelled A R S E. <laughs> so that's the British version, kick ass. I don't know if you think it's a misunderstood, but I do feel like people do get the point, but maybe they don't. I didn't. So <laughs> at, least, um, at least you're kick ass enough to be able to admit that, Stuart. Oh yeah. I'm I'm gonna go with number three. I'm gonna uh okay. Thinking, thinking, thinking. Okay, I'm gonna go number two. My review was nine out of ten kick ass. Point for Amy. Nice. Shit. It was the British. It was the British. I saw straight through you, Matt. I thought it was a ploy. It was kind of a ploy. That's so cheeky. So cheeky. I love how this game is suddenly becoming like mind games between mm. the three of us. <laughs> yeah. Becoming meta. I'm, but I'm the worst at mind games. Okay. So after that round, so it is a two points to Amy. And one point to Stuart. Stuart has a big old chance to take it home still. So, mm. but we'll see what happens. Matt, uh, can you please ask Amy to read her <laughs> review? Amy, would you please read your reviews? Okay, thank you, Matt. And, and thank you, Stuart, for that that pre-intro to my intro. I feel like it's a lot more professional to have me introduce him before he introduces her. <laughs> Your round of who's review. Okay. <laughs> review number one. Biggest waste of my dad's money I spent in a long time. Yeah, this sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just such a daddy's girl to you guys. That's why I enjoyed this week so much. I just love father figures. <laughs> Even though my father treated me to this film, I felt as if I'd wasted my own money. It felt so bad. I apologised to him as we walked out. This movie was so bad, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone, even if it was free. It was long, stupid, non-entertaining and horrible. This and Godzilla were two of the worst movies made in recent <laughs> years. Why can't more of these blockbusters have the same thrills and heart and wit as the Star Wars series? Hollywood should realise there's a reason those movies are so popular. One out of ten. Okay, I don't think it's you anymore because you've never... Okay, you like okay. Star Wars, but you never hold it to that high of a mm, regard. No idea what the movie is, though. <sighs> also, you didn't come to see Godzilla with us. 
no, no, Godzilla the first one, Godzilla first King of Monsters. One. Oh, original. That's the one we watched. Oh, uh, Matthew and those two, Yeah, Godzilla and Godzilla King of Monsters are tonally completely different. <laughs> this and Godzilla were two of the worst movies in recent years. I think that's mm. the main clue from that one I'm going to give you guys. Yeah. Number two, entertaining and the special effects ain't half bad. This all-star blockbuster, which hosts Michael Bay, Bruce Willis, and Steve Buscemi, is not only a cheesy, funny, and a sexy mess of a film, but directors should take note on the character introductions and the character relationships are far from basic and unrelatable. We all have daddy issues, right? This is one of my favourite feel-good apocalypse films. If you liked Independence Day, you'll love this. I definitely didn't want to miss a thing. 10 out of 10. So you've got a few actors in that one. Yeah. And so name the actors again. It was Michael Steve Buscemi, Bay. Michael Bay. And Bruce Willis. Oh, hold on. I think Michael Bay was actually the director. So I don't know why they've written it like that. Anyway, that was 10 out of 10. The big idiot part of my brain heard Steve Buscemi and thought maybe this is uh, Reservoir Dogs for some reason. <laughs> um, has, there has to be a father-son relationship in that, though. Surely. Probably. <laughs> maybe a metaphorical <laughs> father. Okay. If you look um, hard enough. <laughs> this might be really hard for you oh, guys. I'm, if you ooh. haven't got it by this one. I'm Yeah. Maybe I won't be giving any points out. I'm trying to think of Michael Bay movies. I had a look and he's not actually done that many. Michael Bay as a director. He's definitely a producer mm. at this point. He's not directed too See, many. See, I can think of like a Michael Bay movie that's apocalyptic, but I have no idea who was in it or really what it's about. <laughs> but it's going to be my guess because it's Michael Bay. <laughs> I've never seen it, I just know the name, so I'm waiting for the third review now. <laughs> no dads come to mind. I can't think of one that has a father-son thing. Okay, review number three. What do you mean, no plot? <laughs> Damning with faint voice. <laughs> I've read several comments about this movie, and that it has special effects around a stupendously weak plot. What? The plot is well-explained and well-founded. They don't want to send roughnecks into space. They have no choice. This is a great movie, one of the best of the year. I give it a 10. See, the sending rednecks into space would make me think of a movie you already ruled out by mentioning it. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, roughnecks in space. I don't think I ruled out mm. any yet. Um, the Will Smith movie you mentioned. Oh, what, Independence Day? Yeah, that's the one yeah, I that was think of because of the rednecks in space. If you liked Independence Day, you'll love this. So presumably not Independence Day. I have one guess and it's the only like film I can think of. <laughs> okay, do you, do you guys want to guess? I'm okay. going to have to give it to Matt. I'm sorry, sure. everyone. Think of any film and guess it. I can't. On three, four, five. <laughs> <laughs> is it Armageddon? It is Armageddon. <laughs> hey, I've not watched Armageddon. Okay, I haven't Damn. seen it either. I just I've seen lists of Michael Bay movies, and it's on there, and I've no idea who's it in it or what actually. So, yeah, so good. Okay, I've literally I love this film so much. It's one of my favorite films ever, 
And after having missed out Ooh. on the Zathura last week, I was like, okay, this week I have to do a movie that I love. So reasons why I picked this film, because there is so much dad about it. There's so much dad about it. Mm. So for me on a personal level, my dad bought this DVD for himself. So I pinched it off him and just me and him we just like yeah. proper bonded over it so as a father's day film if we were to sit down and watch something we'd either watch his favorite film which is convoy or we definitely watch armageddon <laughs> the second one the relationship with bruce willis and Liv tyler his daughter they they have this great love hate relationship where she blames him for a lot of problems because she's sort of brought up on this oil rig <laughs> But he also sort of fathers Ben Affleck as well, which we only notice right at the end of the film that actually he's been fathering two of these. One very early in her life before she became very independent and wanted to sort of distance herself from him. And one where this um, immature uh, kid kind of came to him five years ago (laughs) and he ended up sort of fathering him a little bit. By the end of it, they're like crying Mm. dad. Because his parents were shot outside a movie theatre? That's how he became Batman. (laughs) And actually, one of the most beautiful moments of this film, in Bruce Willis's final moment, he actually sees his daughter Gracie's life Mm. pass in front Mm. of his eyes rather than his own life. And I think that's just so beautiful, especially when you have such a close relationship with your child and you're, you know you're going to miss out on Aww. a huge portion of their life. I think that's so mm. beautiful that that's what you see. Right, I think I can, I can understand why people might have, why that first guy might have said it was boring. You go in expecting a Michael Bay movie and he's got himself a reputation of he's the action man, mm. he's going to blow stuff up non-stop, all happening, all now, it's mm. wow, it's action. And then suddenly you've got this movie about feelings and fatherhood like what is this it is so fatherhood and in fact Liv Tyler who who plays the daughter guess who her dad is Michael Bay no it's Stephen Tyler Michael Bay so Stephen Tyler was an Aerosmith (laughs) and Aerosmith do the soundtrack for Armageddon so there's so many little ties with dads and fatherhood I was like when I rewatched it I was like I cannot not do this film so I'm I'm sad that only one of you managed to guess it, but also I'm really happy that I've had this moment to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you be able to recommend it to this guy? Do you think I'd enjoy it? Both of you really need to watch it because, again, with the... I can't say too much because I'll give too too much away and you'll be able to guess which one's my review, but definitely need to watch it. That's kind of cute. Mm-hmm. So we know it's yeah. not the review of the My Dad's Money one because she watched it on DVD. No, but I did choose that to try and like <laughs> get you around. So do the headlines. Uh, biggest waste of my dad's money. They did walk out. Uh, that was one out of ten. Uh, entertaining and the special effects ain't half bad. Uh, so we all have father issues. This is one of my favourite feel-good apocalypse films. If you liked Independence Day, you'll like this. And the third one was um, special. Um, the plot is well explained and well founded. Um, great movie, best of the I year. I think it was review number two, based on everything you said just said about the feelings and the emotions. Uh, I don't think because you didn't. Okay, yeah, you mentioned the plot, but you didn't praise it for the plot. You praised it for how you felt watching it. I'm a bit more torn because in three, it starts with like 
rejecting people's dislike of the movie. <laughs> She's like, well, actually... <laughs> you know I'm the first one to correct people on their opinions. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which one said sexy mess of a film? That was number two. Right, I'm sticking with number two. I'm going to say review number two as well. It sounds like the sort of thing you'd say. Yeah, number two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was number two. Woo! Ah, yeah! Uh, yeah. <laughs> points, points, oh. points, points. <laughs> so, that's two points to Matt. One additional point to me for getting it. We have come to a three-way tie. However, because... I did not get Kick-Ass. Amy got that way <laughs> earlier from, than me. So I'm going to... I can't believe I said that about like you're going to kick yourself. And then as soon as I said the word kick yourself, I just regretted everything. I was so annoyed at that. Not because you said kick yourself, but because you immediately covered your mouth and went... I was just like, what have I just done? Just play it off, Amy. Play it off. So I'm anyway because Amy clearly got it way before I did. I'm going to take half a point on that. I'm going to give it to Amy. So it's all to play for between you two. All right, shooting blanks. So to decide who comes first place, let's play shooting blanks. Still, will read out a synopsis. Every time, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, I'm going to read a synopsis, but with the words blanked out. The quickest to guess the movie wins the round and the game, and an extra point on that magic tally. We'll decide who's this season's winner. Ooh. Matt won last week, so I really want to win this week. I, I understand, but you won't. Don't talk too soon, Matthew. Don't talk too soon. <laughs> I hate to tread on your dreams, but fuck you. Blank, a spy, but thought by his blank to be a blank blank. Harry Tasker, Arnold Schwarzenegger, is tracking down a blank blank in the possession of blank. Azizi. Is it kindergarten cop? No, it's not. Harry's mission is complicated when he realises his blank wife, Helen, Jamie Lee Curtis, is, <gasps> is contemplating an affair with Simon, a used car salesman who claims he's a blank. When Azizi kidnaps Harry and Helen, the blank blank must save the world and patch up his marriage at the same time. I saw this thumbnail with Jamie Lee Curtis and I was like, what a funny couple. Like, I wouldn't see that working. So I didn't watch it. But the name escapes me. So I'm just going to guess Commando because you mentioned it earlier this oh, episode. It's not Commando. I can't think of the fucking movie. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh. Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, they think he's a double agent or something. I'm going to be honest, I have absolutely no idea, and Amy's stuck. <laughs> I've, I've got the movie poster in my head, but I can't see the title on the poster. That is the same as not knowing, Amy. Okay, my so my dumb synopsis is... I mean, I've definitely not seen it, so the plot isn't going to help. Arnold Schwarzenegger has been lying to his family a whole lot, uh, really like lying like tr like he, he's lying so badly that you think he's telling the truth and and the truth is the truth of these lies is that he's actually telling a lie and it's a really really truthfully told lie is it true lies yes fuck it oh. up <laughs> oh my god and you're gonna oh. kick yourself Amy. Oh. kick yourself oh. <laughs> Because I know how much you love Jamie Lee Curtis. I, I love Jamie Lee Curtis, oh, wow. which is why I was like, mm, maybe I'll watch oh. this. But as soon as you were like, 
I was like, shit, the plot's not going to help me. So I just like switched off. I didn't actually oh. get that you were trying to like end <laughs> it. I just switched oh. off. I was like, I'm not going to know the plot. There were two ways I could have done the end bit. I was, un- I was tempted to just unblank words, but I feel like that wouldn't have helped. The truth was that he was lying. <laughs> well done. <laughs> trying so hard. That, regrettably, Amy, I'm sorry. Matt is this week's winner. Yay. Matt has won twice in a row now. I yeah. think we're almost getting a, a season well, leader. Well, Amy, yeah. I, have a, I have a consolation prize for you. Oh, okay. You're hosting next week, so you get to pick a movie topic of shit I don't watch again. <laughs> well, what a fantastic segue. That is true. You you Ooh, might be okay. into this one. I think I've been a little bit kinder in that I've chosen <laughs> yes, nice. an actress. And she's got a very broad range of films. Mia Khalifa. No, she's got a very broad <laughs> range of films. And initially I wanted to go down like a summer coming of age kind of thing. Um, but you know what? I think if we go with Haley Steinfeld. Okay, yeah, she's great. A lot of growing up films, but it also has quite a few action films like Bumblebee and True Grit. But then you've got Ender's Game. She plays the girl in Ender's oh, Game, that's Matt, who she which is. you mentioned last oh, week. Oh shit, she's the girl in True Grit. As well as Edge of Seventeen, which I've seen the trailer for. And she's also Spider Gwen from Spider Man Spider Verse as well. She's in loads of yes. stuff. She's very great. She is. She's in so much. She's Her in... pitch is pretty perfect. Okay, I'm okay. I'm excited. Okay, she's cool. She was in a Studio yeah. Ghibli movie, and Between Two Ferns, the movie, which is obviously way better. <laughs> she was. I need to watch that as well, which I'm very excited about. I like this topic because I, apparently I've seen her in loads of stuff, but I have no idea who she was up till now. She has been in so much. Uh, we were both. I think we were both there when yes. we both watched Transformers. Transformers, the, the Bumble of Bees, Bumble, uh, or something. Yes, she is Bumblebee. Yeah, Bumblebee was good. She's so great. I am exited. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> nice of exiting. Okay, so thank you so much to watching everyone. So Matt, of course, you're this week's winner. We'll be coming back next week with Haley Steinfeld. Uh, with more movies to discuss. So, uh, if you want to follow Walked Out at Walked Out Pod on Twitter, and you can search at Walked Out Pod on Facebook as well. You can also follow myself, Stuart. I'm Strobert Out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can follow Amy at. You can follow me as at Fisk Monster on. Twitter. And you can follow Matt. And you can follow Matt on pseudo nims. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. I don't even know what Matt <laughs> nim. It's nim a shit pseudo. name. I don't actually expect anyone listening to the podcast to follow me on Twitter. I just tell them so that they can look at my stupidity. Okay, so that's a direct order from uh, this week's host. <laughs> follow Matt. Let's twending. get Matt twending. Twending on Twitter. On Twitter. Twending on Twitter. on Twitter. Twitter. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for watching. See you guys next time. We're about to set fire into the whole building. So bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. I've been Amy. Host has been Stuart. And that's Matt. See you later.